What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Between Two Tackles. I'm your host, Alex Spinelli, and alongside me, as always, is Ray Volo. Honestly, I should just start saying, as always, is Ray Volo and no Dean, because that's basically the point we've got to. Ray, my man, how are we feeling? We got a really good episode today. We got the edge rushers in our summer scouting. Big position. I mean, what did Dean's miss? What, three in a row? Wide receiver, tackles, and edge rushers? It's pretty, yeah. pretty big position. Some would say three of the top five most important positions in the sport, but you know happens he's going through a little bit of a slump i guess he'll be back and better than ever hopefully yeah it can't, can't be worse <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's just prepping for the regular season he uh he doesn't need to do summer scouting um like i said we're, we're getting to the edge rushers today which came in really really deep class with a lot of names to go over i don't know about you i felt a little underwhelmed after watching a lot of these guys not that these guys aren't great um, I thought there would be more high-end talent, um, and I feel like I settled into a place where I think a lot of these guys are back end of the first round type of guys, mid first round guys, rather than the top ten studs. Yeah, as of as of now, I think I agree. I feel like there's a lot of guys with traits though, with some explosive traits, who have a whole year to kind of put some more uh, refinement in their pass rushing on display this year, and they could rise. Like there are a couple in my head, I think that could, could rise into that top fifteen range. But as of now, I do agree. I think it's a, they're a little lackluster in terms of just pass rushing maturity, I would say. So it's going to be interesting to see how it stacks up as like this year goes on, because I think there could be a lot of variance from, honestly, one to five. I think yeah. they could all just flip. Yeah. And this is kind of similar to uh, like this wide receiver ranking that we had, that the variance of skill set between a lot of these guys a lot of these guys are very different players. You're uh, talking about some of the maturity. I think there are a couple of guys who are very mature in their pass rush plan, but maybe don't have the high-end athletic upside. And then there are just some absolute freaks who need to get that refinement. So it's really interesting. I'm curious to see how our top five landed. Let's get right to it. Who you got at number five? Uh, five, I'm going your boy. I'm going uh, Chop Robinson from Penn Chop. State. Yeah, Chop. I, I was really impressed with this guy, to be honest. He was uh... – I think I feel like I thought more more of the guys I watched were going to be like him, but he's six three two fifty, uh, true junior who was actually a four star recruit, thirty eight overall from Maryland, and he went to Maryland as a freshman, transferred over to Penn State last year, played in all twelve games, had ten tackles for loss, took, uh, five and a half sacks, uh, nine hits, thirty four hurries. So you got a lot of pressure on the quarterback. I think he had a pass rush win rate around eighteen percent, which is pretty good. Uh, compared to the rest of this group. Some of the things I saw that I liked, this guy is an explosive athlete, really quick twitch, and he, he gets off the snap fast as hell. He he literally just fires off. I think he probably has the best get off out of anyone in this class, if I had to guess. He, he is a true just edge rusher. Put your hand in the dirt, let him go after it. Um, He's, he's long-ish. I don't know. I feel like he doesn't usually use his hands a lot, which is one thing I didn't like. But the the quick twitch and the bend is what really stands out. He he has a like a few reps on tape where he'll turn a corner, but it's like a true 180 degree, and he does it in an instant. He's able to fire and reaccelerate after that turn too, which I really like. Great closing speed and just a great instinct to uh, get to the quarterback too. I mentioned the, the the arm length is a question. I'm just more curious to see how that's going to measure at the combine. I think it's good enough to be an effective NFL pass rusher but i'd like to see him use his hands a little bit more i feel like he's more raw 
just raw talent than anything else right at this moment. Doesn't use his hands a lot. He's more just trying to win with speed off the edge and just out-athlete the uh, tackles. I want to see him put on a little bit more weight, too. I mentioned he's 250 is what he's listed at. Wouldn't be surprised if he weighed a little bit less. So I want to see him. He's pork chop. That's why he gets his name. But I I want to see him be able to uh, hold up in a run game as a true like 4-3 defensive end. I think right now, if he came to the league, he'd be more of a situational pass rusher. Maybe even someone who'd play like a three-four outside linebacker. So I think if you put if he puts on another, another ten pounds, I think he'd become a lot more scheme versatile. Um, and then, like I said, just refine the pass rush approach. I want to see him have more violent hands, similar to like a Jared Verse that we'll talk about later. That guy, is, if if you want to teach someone hand use, I feel like you got to put show him uh, verse tape. Yep. But he's kind of got that same build to him too. So I think if he watches tape and kind of emulated how he uses his hands, he'd be a lot more effective. So I, those are the things I'm looking at uh, for him to improve this year. And I think if he does, if he comes out a little bit bigger, a little stronger, and just a little bit more violent with his hand usage, I think he's someone who could climb into the top two, top three edge rankings uh, when the season's over. Yeah, I don't disagree with you there. He's got the athletic profile to be to be a stud, and he did have a pretty good year last year. I have Chop just outside. I have him at number six. Um, I don't know. I kept coming back and forth on him being at number five or being at number six. Um, maybe I'm just too low on him. Maybe it's just because I watch every Penn State game and I just have a different opinion on him. Um, like you said, this dude is just a raw athlete. I mean, when he gets going, he is fucking moving. Got great ankle flexibility. Like you said, the the turning the corner and the 180 spin, like spin almost. I, I wrote that down too. It's like he literally like – moves right by the offensive tackle and gives up none of his body when he gets by um the short area quickness in run defense he's not a good run defender right now but when he is engaged he's on uh on uh options and rpos when the quarterback's keeping he's got that quick twitch to stay with both the running back and the quarterback he did a good job on a couple snaps but um he's got to be a little bit more consistent the reason i have him outside um right now is like you said barely uses his hands at this point he's pretty much all get off and just out athlete anybody offensive tackles just get into his chest way too easily so want to see him hand fight a little bit more because he is a good athlete and he's got speed to power and if he just uses some of that speed and converts to power um he could blow by offensive tackles i also wrote he needs to stay mentally in games i feel like there are just times on the field where I don't even realize he's out there. He's just not making an impact and he just needs to do a little bit more. If he wants to be in this upper echelon of guys, I feel like some of these other guys are just always engaged. They're always making plays. They're always working towards the quarterback. Um, And then the last thing I wrote, I think right now, especially um, with some of his numbers, I think he really benefits by playing in this Manny Diaz scheme. Penn State blitzes, and they run weird schemes up front with a ton of twists and a ton of stunts up front. Um, so I really think he benefits from playing in this scheme right now. I think he had three of his five sacks came from free rushes, basically, where nobody touched him. Um, but like you said, I do think he has raw tools, and I do think that he could climb his way into this top five edge rusher. And I think right now I'd probably have him as a back end of the first round kind of guy. But – He's got he's got traits, man, and this is going to be a good defensive line. I'll tell you the guy to watch out for. Not he's not draft eligible, but Danny Dennis Sutton. Remember the name, right? 
Danny Dennis. Wait, is it Danny or is it Dennis? Danny Dennis Sutton. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll put it in the back of my head. Put it true, in the so- list. true sophomore. He'll, he'll be a good one. So, um, Chop, I, I like him. Uh, Want to see him grow a little bit more, get the hands refined, but he's a good one. He, he kind of uh, reminds me of uh, a Brian Burns or like a Harold Landry type player right now. Mm. Just, just all athlete, a lean. Just I lean like the Brian rusher. Burns. That's a good comp. All right, uh, I'll get to my number five. I got your boy. I got JT Tuimolau, um from Ohio State, 6'4", 271. Had seven sacks, 17 hurries, just a 9.4 win rate. I just kept coming back to that number. I just tried to watch as many games of him as I could. And we spoke about that Jim Knowles defense and how weird they line their edges up and how much they shift them around. So maybe that was a product of it. Um, but that 9.4 win rate just kept coming back to me. But this is a guy who has a lot of tools. He's got a really, really interesting body type. He's like he's tall and beefy. He's got big upper chest. I actually think he could play inside and be a mismatch guy if he put on a little bit more weight. Be curious to see where he plays at. He'll probably stay as a full-time edge, but um, I think he could be kind of a mismatch guy on the inside. He's a he's a fluid mover for a guy that size. I think his get off is pretty good, and he's got he's got some twitch and some flexibility for a guy who's two seventy. I was pretty surprised. Um, obviously, I saw the unbelievable game he had against Penn State last year, and I think that kind of vaulted him up draft boards to a place that I don't think he's actually at. I think he was put into a bona fide top ten draft slot after that game last year. And I don't think he's that kind of player yet, but he could be because he's got tools. Um, he's got a really high football IQ. I love the way he plays. His instincts are off the charts. Um, he always get like, he he just knows how offenses are trying to attack the entirety of the defense. There are multiple plays where he knows that there's going to be a quick slant across his face and he gets his hands up and he bats down passes. Um, and even when he's not batting down balls, he's just... Uh, distracting the quarterback's eyes by getting his hands up really high instinct football player in that sense, or he steps back into coverage a couple times when he knows he doesn't have uh, an offensive tackle beat, he'll fall back into coverage and make a play uh, whether, whether it's on the running back or a guy who's just kind of settling over the middle. And I love his competitive toughness. This dude brings it every play. His bull rushes are really strong right now. That kind of goes into the, to that competitive toughness. I just want to see him get a little bit more dominant. And that's kind of where I started with the weaknesses. I just think it's a little inconsistent right now. He just he just isn't winning enough on the outside, one-on-one in a phone booth with all the tools that he has. He just should be he just should be winning more. He's too talented to not. Um and then the last thing I wrote, similar to Chop, I didn't see the hand fighting at all. He tries to slip guys. I feel like wait like he tries to get skinny where he it's almost like a Dallas Turner kind of play where he's so fast off the line of scrimmage and then he's just getting skinny and slipping blocks. I feel like he needs to get tougher with his hands and not try to be so much uh, finesse. He he does have that dog mentality, but I feel like he plays a little bit too soft sometimes. I mean, he's a big guy, but um, I think he plays with, with decent leverage, but I feel like he can play a little bit upright at, at times. But So for me, I got JT at five. I think he's got room to grow, though, because he's got a lot of tools. Yeah, so um, I like what you said. I had him at three. Uh, 
just some of the things. One thing I would point out, he was listed as a uh, a defensive tackle coming out of high school, which I found really interesting because when he, when he I think he was a late commit, I think he was a summer commit if I, if I remember correctly to Ohio State, and he came as a freshman and got meaningful reps on the edge. So that was something that surprised me. Uh, I think he's a very versatile player. Just in in uh, line with that, I think he, you were right. If he puts on some weight, he can move inside and be a real mismatch problem, especially on running uh, on passing downs. Uh, some of the things I wrote down on more of his positives. I love his pass rush repertoire. He he always has a plan and he's a variety of moves he can pull out. He can bull. He can, uh, I think he was very active hands too. I know you said you uh, disagree, but I think especially in the pass rushing situations, uh, he has a really nice bull rush. I think he has a lot of swipes that he uses, a swim move. And I love the uh, the spin move he's working on. He throws that out a lot too, that I think could be really effective. Uh, another thing that you mentioned, you talk about like football IQ and just, I think the, what, another thing you said though was getting his hands up and batting balls down. He's always got his hands in the quarterback's face, which I really love. He times it really well. And I think he knows that when he kind of is at a uh, standstill with an offensive lineman, he knows get your eyes on the quarterback and try to uh, get in the throwing lanes. It's a really good trait to have as a defensive lineman. And I think he just ha- has a good feel for setting up tackles. You mentioned that he tries to slip a lot. I think he, I don't, I don't know if it's too much. I think he does that a lot on running downs, which is a negative I have on him, but I think he knows how to set up a tackle on the outside and slip in or vice versa. So I think that's a really nice trait. I think it's kind of just like instinctual, as you said earlier. Um, some of the negatives, like you said, different build. Um, it, it, it kind of gives me worries that he could be a tweener a little bit. I'd be curious. I'm curious to see how he's going to measure uh, entirely and just perform at the combine. Cause he does have a little twitch to his game, but it's just a, it's a strange build. And I just can't, I want to see numbers on fucking paper this, uh, before I make this decision on how good of an athlete he is. Um, and I just want to see him cut down on the missed tackles. I think he had a, a 25%, 26% missed tackle rate. So those happen a little too frequently. I think that cut that down a little bit. And just not even negative, but I want to see Jim Knowles use him as more as a traditional defensive end. Put your hand in the dirt. They moved him around too much. They had him as like a stand-up outside rusher, which I just don't think is his game. They had him dropping into coverage a lot, and I know he had those two picks uh, against Penn State, right, Penn State? But I I just want to see him hand in the dirt and let him work as a true fucking defensive lineman. And, um, yeah, so I think he's a good player. Right now I view him in like the, uh, the late teens, early 20s, but we'll see how he does with a more defined role this year and getting like true number one edge snaps and opportunities. Right. All right. So let's move, uh, let's move to your number four. Who do you got in number four? Uh, number four, I got his running mate, Jack Sawyer. Uh, yeah. A little surprising when I went into this, cause, cause this season, he didn't really play that much. I wasn't expecting him to be in my top five, but when I watched the tape. I really liked what I saw. Uh, he's six four, two sixty five, So he's a, he's a big kid. He's a lot bigger than I thought he was, to be honest with you. He's another one five star over five star recruit number one overall actually from Ohio. Uh, I think he actually may have changed number two when Quinn Ewers reclassified, but regardless, he's played nineteen games in his career. He has he had six and a half tackles for loss, four and a half sacks, two hits, and seventeen hurries last year on only three hundred twenty nine snaps. So that that role should increase, and those snaps should I would say probably double uh, this come come this time next year. Mm-hmm. He only had four missed tackles, which I really like, and it showed up. I think. His the number one trait that I have that I really liked about his game. He's an amazing run defender already. Very disciplined with his eyes. He, he knows how to lock out uh, an offensive lineman and uh, break off. 
which I really fucking love to see. Uh, you, you just really well coached, and you can just tell. Larry Johnson does a great job with these defensive linemen. He's quick off the snap. He's and he's got the power to uh, just run through tackles chest. That's I mean, like I said, he's strong enough to hold off the lineman up, but he's not afraid to just completely bull rush a, a tackle. I really like that. I was surprised. I didn't think he was as much of a uh, physical presence as I as a, he is when I went, watched him back on tape. So that's something I'm really pleasantly surprised with. Active hands in both pass r- rushing and run uh, run defense, which I really like. Guy, guy's just a, a professional pretty much already. So uh, some of the negatives, he had limited playing time these last two years at Ohio State. So that's not much of a negative, but just you can't really see the, the full aspect of his game, which I'm really excited to see this year. Uh, I want to see him diversify his pass rush plan too. He's not like JT. So I had these two going back and forth between three and four, but he just doesn't have the plan that JT has right now and, and the uh, diverse arsenal. So I really want to see him maybe take a few tools from JT, add it to his arsenal and just become a complete rusher. But he's one that I think he has a higher ceiling than, than JT Tui personally. I think he I think after this year, he may be ahead of him in a lot of people's draft rankings. So I think he's all the upside in the world and I'm excited to see it. Ooh, I like that. Um, I have him outside outside my top five, and it was mostly because he just wasn't playing enough last year. But I like what you said, especially about his run defense. That dude is a dog in the run game. Plays his gaps really well, just knows his assignment. Um, but like you said, I think the, the pass rush plan has to come along a little bit more and just getting more snaps will we'll do that. I feel like those edge rushers at Ohio State always always get there. Well, and he's another one too that, like JT, uh, I don't know what Jim Knowles' defense. Obviously, this is, this is his first year last year, but they stood him up a lot. They had him drop coverage so a lot. Much. They had him stand up and rush over guards a lot. I want. I think this year they're saying they're going to move him to a more traditional like end position. I just want to see him a four down a four down lineman front and just rush off the edge in that seven and nine position. So I, I hope they give him more opportunities to do that, and we'll really see him shine this year. Yeah, it's really interesting, too, because they got good guys up front. I mean, him, JT, Michael Hall, who's the other guy? Uh, High League. Yeah, I mean, they got dudes up front. Like, you don't – sometimes you don't you overcomplicate the games and you just got to let your guys be be dudes. It's just crazy. I mean, a different topic, but college – like, elite college programs like Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia, the fact that they go too deep – at least every position, most, every yeah. position is insane because they're back. Ohio State's backup linemen are just fucking insane. And I feel like it's like that with every fucking major program that recruits well. It's so important to recruit. It's yeah. crazy. But fuck Ohio State. All right. <laughs> um, I'm going to get to my number four. This is my boy from last year. Um, came back. Love it. This is my boy, Laitu Latu, out of UCLA. Uh, 6'5, 265, had 12 sacks, 45 hurries on a 20% win rate last year. This dude is an absolute hand-fighting technician. Best part of his game. Um, he's powerful at the point of attack, but his technique is really what sets him apart. His double hand swipe is just absolutely lethal. It is so strong. It is so violent. And he hits in the right spot almost every rep. It's awesome to watch. Um, for a guy who's not really an elite athlete, he's got good get-off. He times a snap really well. Um so I don't think his lack of athleticism is really going to hurt him because, one, he's such a technician, but he's got a good get-off. Um, I really also love that he goes for the ball 
when he's rushing to the quarterback at three force fumbles last year. And you see, he goes after it kind of like Von Miller. Remember when Von Miller was in his prime and like he used to rush at the quarterback, not even looking to tackle them. He was looking to rip the ball out of their hands. Like Latu kind of plays that, like that in a similar way. Um, he's also very high IQ, mature player, has a ton of counters when his first move doesn't work. His spin move and his inside counter rip moves are really, really strong. And then the last thing I wrote was his competitiveness and his toughness. This is a dude who came back from a neck injury after he transferred out of Washington. Doctors told him he would have to be forced to retire from football. And this dude came back and had 12 sacks last year and led the country. Um, This dude is an absolute dog. And I just respect guys who want to get back on the field and and do it. Um, Big weaknesses right now. The big one is obviously the medical. I think – his medical process coming back from a neck injury like that is going to be absolutely crazy with some of these NFL teams. And there are going to be probably more than half the league who check this guy off their board just because he's had a major neck injury. Um, I know who, who came back. DK came back from one, right? I believe um, so. And I think Mike Williams also had a neck injury too. Um, I don't know if they were ever in a position where they were forced to retire, um, but that's going to come up a bunch during the NFL draft process. Um, some other things, like I said, he's not an elite athlete, doesn't have the best twitch or bend um, to turn the corners. But like I said, his hand fighting is so advanced that he doesn't need so much bend. That's not really his game. Um, and then in the run game, he can lose sight of the ball sometimes, misses gap assignments, but I think that'll come. He's a pretty high IQ player, and I think he's going to keep growing in this UCLA defense. His defense has got some dudes. They got the, the Twins – uh, was it Grayson and uh, and Gabriel Murphy transfers from North Texas? Both had good years last year, so they got some dudes on this defensive line. So um, I'm looking forward to watching all, all three of those guys. Honestly, yeah, UCLA is a big boomer bust team this year. I'm curious to see if they give the Rangers the more right away. I think I think that'd be fun to see a nice true freshman quarterback mm-hmm. try to dominate out there. But I lots of just missed for me. He was at six. I think everything you said really is what to like about him. Just He's a pure technician with his hands, so refined. It's like I think him and Verse are probably one, one and two. Verse probably one, but um, it's really impressive to see. Uh, he just he has a feel for pass rushing too that I th- don't think you can teach, and I think it's pretty evident with the numbers he put up: ten and a half sacks, twelve and a half tackles for loss, and like forty-five hurries. He just knows how to win on one-on-one situations. I do think he's another one that you could probably kick inside on some passing downs in the NFL if you need to. I really like the mismatch when they line him up over guards. Some of the negatives, I think you said it perfectly too. I think he's a good, just not great athlete. I, albeit, I, I was a little surprised at how good of an athlete he was. I was anticipating him to be a little slower, but he's not elite like some of the guys I had ahead of him. And just the age and neck injury too. It's I think I think his ceiling may be more tapped out than some of the guys I had, all the guys I had in front of him. So that's why I had him at six, but really good player. I think he's someone who's going to go top 50 easy. Yeah, I, I agree. I think with uh, hopefully the medical checks out, but I think he's pretty much a lock to be a, a top 50 guy. Um, I think I'm back up, right? You had JT yep. at three. So I'm, I'm back at three. I got Braylon Trice here out of Washington, six four two sixty seven. Had nine sacks last year, 46 hurries on a 26.2 win rate, most in the FBS for guys returning. Um, This is an interesting guy. He didn't play his first two seasons at Washington at all, didn't play a single snap, Um, and now he's gotten on the field and he's just shown out. Um, The best part of his game, I thought, was his hand fighting. His hands are always working, 
albeit he's not as refined as Latu, but his hands are so strong and so violent that when he does make contact with an offensive lineman's wrists, he just swipes them away so easily. And he is extremely, extremely strong. I mean, this dude can bull rush, flatten offensive linemen when he gets going. I, I think I wrote to you, he kind of reminds me of Zadarius Smith. Kind of a similar build, bigger guy. That's not much bend, but that bull rush and his hand fighting is just so good that he can get away without being a great athlete. Um, he loves his rip move inside. I think that's his best move right now. He's, he really attacks angles really well, which, which I like. That's kind of a high maturity pass rush thing to do. Um, and then the last thing I wrote at 267, he's got pretty quick get off out of a two point and a three point stance. I liked him out of both. I think he could play your, your odd front outside linebacker. And I think he could play uh, as your base four, three D end. Um, so he was a good one. I, I really, really liked him. Some of the weaknesses right now, like I said, not an elite athlete, doesn't have the best bend or flexibility. He really doesn't get much turn the corner opportunities. Well, like I said, that's not really his game. Um, and then in run defense, there's a th- there was just a couple of things I did really didn't like. Um, when he gets stuck in run defense, he kind of loops back towards the middle of the field instead of trying to fight his way through. Like when he gets stuck, um, I didn't really like that. And then he just loses sight of ball carrier sometimes. He's going too he's going too quick and he just doesn't see that it's even a run play. Um, so I just want to clean those things up. But I think he's a really good one. Plays on the opposite side of uh, of Zion TF, however the fuck you say that guy's last name. He's another good one. Um, so a lot of these, it was really interesting because I felt like a lot of these guys maybe didn't catch as much double teams as some of the guys last year that we watched because um, these guys are playing against very, very good, de- along very good defensive lines. Um, so I thought it was really interesting. Like watching Will Anderson last year was a fuck. I mean, albeit he was top prospect, but like, Watching him is tough when catching a million double teams. Um, for these guys, these guys got a lot of one-on-one opportunities, so I, I like to see. Um, but he was a good one. I liked him. Braylon Trice at, at three for me. Yeah, so I had him just outside at seven. He was a one I had difficult uh, evaluating, to be honest. I was like up and down on him, but some of the goods, I mean, you said A-plus production. You can't really argue what he did last year. Uh, nine sacks, 12, tackle, 12 tackles for a loss, 15 hits, and then 46 total pressures. Uh, really a plus stuff. I know you said he, you didn't think he got double teamed a lot. I thought he was drawing so much attention uh, later on this season. They just knew he was the guy on that D. Uh, I think he drew a lot of double teams in a tight end in particular, where they just left in to try to deal with them, but he just wouldn't do it. It could it, impossible. Uh, really good size and strength too. You mentioned it. He's, he's, he's got really strong hands and he can move uh, offensive tackles at will. I don't know. You said he was really fast off the snap. I thought he was kind of awkward in a sense. Like it was awkward, but effective. I think it was effective against the man in front of him where he, he kind of, he doesn't fire off like a chop. I feel like he's got like a long stride. Maybe that's it. And I I think that's like kind of what I was saying. Like he attacks angles really well. I feel like his long step. And then he's kind of in this one-on-one position where he's got the tackle on on an Island where then he's got angles to go inside or outside. I think that's where he takes advantage of those those inside moves. But that may be yeah, because I was say he goes inside a lot, and it, it's like a, he's got like a long torso. I feel like an it just looks like he like, feel like he sells it a lot with the shoulders too. But it's really nice because it gets them pretty fucking frequently. Uh, and then his motor too. He's got a lot of just complete effort Jeez. sacks that and he just doesn't stop. He's fucking relentless. 
so why I didn't have him in my top five, just the overall athletic profile. Like you said, I don't think he's a great athlete and I think he could be a little stiff too. I think he's more, more power. And you said you thought he used his hands a lot. I, I didn't see that. I thought his hands were strong when he used them. I thought he needed to use them more frequently and just overall use his length more. I feel like he did just, I feel like he would always get in close on offensive linemen and it works in college. I just don't see it working that effectively in the NFL. So for those reasons, I have it uh, at seven. So I guess we'll see too, because if he does another year like that, he's going to, he's going to rise obviously, but I view him as kind of like a late day two pick right now. Mm, late day two. Late round two. Mid, yeah. mid, mid day two. I mean, he's another one. I see back end of the first round for, for a lot of these guys outside of my top two. Um, but let's get to it. I think we both have the same one and two. Um, so you want to start on your number two? Yeah, so I got a Dallas Turner at two. Yeah. From Alabama, obviously. Six four. He's pretty light to at two forty two, but kind of similar build to Will Anderson last year. And this guy was a five star out of Florida, twelfth overall recruit his year, so true junior, and he's been playing since he was a freshman. He's played twenty eight games, thirteen of those he's gotten starts. Last year was a little lackluster compared to his numbers freshman year. So he had four sacks, eight tackles for loss, and uh, 11 hits, 21 hurries. As opposed to his, his uh, freshman year, he was eight and a half sacks, 10 tackles for loss, only three hits and 13 hurries. So I guess he finished a little bit more last year. But some of the things I really love is I love his length and just his overall explosiveness as an athlete. He's, his closing speed's fucking insane, dude. He's got that um that Will Anderson closing speed to him, which I really love. Uh, he's way more disciplined than I thought he was too. I mean, just the Alabama coaching shows through. I thought he should be more athlete who just tries to get up field frequently. He's not, that's not the case. He's two gapping. He's holding up his lineman. He sniffs out screens a lot too, which I really love about his game. Um, and he just doesn't, he doesn't ever get overzealous and come up field too much and just completely fuck over his linebackers. He just, he plays a team game, which I really love. And it just overall effort is hundred percent plays with his hair on fire. I literally wrote the exact same words. I literally said hair on fire. It's just, it's crazy. Like he, he doesn't give up on any play. He's constantly running that 20 yards downfield to make a tackle. So gotta love that on the negatives. Why he's not one. I think he's got to add his add weight, obviously, and just strength. I think he's, he shows a willingness to, to gap now, but his effectiveness will go up through the roof. If you can add 15 more pounds to him. Um, and I just want him to develop a little bit more pass rush moves at the moment. I think he's, relies a lot on his long arm which is which is great but i want to see him uh add a little bit more tools tools to that toolbox and um yeah just i think just a little bit more production this year too and he he'll be a top 15 pick yeah he's a good one he's he's a really fun watch because he really brings it that it's good it's good good football teams just they build these guys the right way they just really do um yeah i have him too you covered him really well i think um like I said, the plays with his hair on fire every single play. There are so many plays where he catches guys like 20, 20 yards downfield after they bust a run. I saw that a couple of times against Texas with Bijan. Um, also, in a league right now where there's so many athletic quarterbacks and so many running quarterbacks, when guys get out of the pocket, his closing speed, like you said, it comes in a hurry. There's, there were so many times where maybe he didn't get the sack, but he got there. And guys were, like, not ready for him to be there. Like, they thought they had an extra half a second. They held it. And he gets there in an instant. He's really, really fast. That, that's what I loved about uh, Drew Sanders last year. I thought his closing yeah. speed it was made for the NFL. And I agree. I think um, 
his is the same way. Um, super bendy. The ankle flexibility is ridiculous. He can like dip under offensive tackles, arms, even at six, four, it's really, really cool to watch. Um, just that they run so many stunts and twists for Alabama. They ran a million for Will Anderson. And when he got the same type of treatment, him on a twist, he's an absolute menace when he gets a full head of steam. He's really, really awesome. And then the length, like you said, is great. So prototypical. Want to see him put it all together this year. But uh, but he's a really good one. Like you said, the needs to add some weight and the hand fighting and just adding to his pass rush repertoire. He just um, He'll be a, a top 15 pick, I think, just on traits. But he could be a top 10 pick pretty easily if he puts on 10 pounds and he just adds maybe another move besides that long arm, like you said. But uh, but he's a good one. Yeah, I mean, his his speed to power and that long arm, though, is a deadly tool to have, especially in today's league. I feel, right. like, that's just, I feel like that does a lot of uh, tackles uh, it's damage. So, it's so annoying. I wish I I wish colleges just did guys' arm length and everything, like, before they – like, when they got to school. Like, just do that. That'd be sick. It would help me out a lot. But, I mean, they lie like two inches on height every time. So what would make them not lie on arm It's so stupid because you're going to get the truth eventually. Like, who fucking cares? Dude, it's crazy how much they lie on that shit, though. The truth always comes out. It doesn't make any sense. All right, let's get to uh, let's get to our number one guy who has been mentioned many times this podcast. It's Jared Verse from Florida State. 6'4", 253, had nine sacks, 25 hurries, with a 22.6 pass rush win rate last year. This would have been a top 10 pick most likely last year. We loved him. I think you and I both had him as as edge two last year before he decided to go back to school. I, I wanted to put him at one so badly, I remember. <laughs> like, or when I first watched him, like... go ahead. Um, he's explosive in his get off. It's explosive and it's violent, like immediately. Like he wants to kill everything in his sight. Um, really good out of the two-point and the three-point stance. He's just able to take away distance so quickly from tackles. Like, he gets on them in a hurry, and then his hands just take over. His hands are violent, they're deadly, and he's got a plan when he when he brings it. Um, I wrote down so many moves that, he, that I saw that he won with. Rip moves, long arm, push pulls, um, spin moves, swim moves, like they all work and they're all awesome. Um, and he is another one gives maximum effort every play. He runs across the field to make a tackle for his team. Um, and he's another one closing speed. I thought was, was pretty good. Um, for me right now, he's maybe not the most flexible guy, but he's another one. Like that's not really his game. Like he's got good get off and then his hands just take over and he's going to win like that in the NFL. Like he doesn't need, to be bending the corner every time. Um, he just doesn't sink as much as some of the other guys. Um, and then I think in the run game, I think he is competitive and I think he's tough, but I think there are a couple times he's trying to work up field too quickly and then maybe loses a side of the ball um, and then lost his gap assignment a few times. I actually think he, he sets a, a decent edge right now, um, but those are things that, that can get cleaned up. He's a really good player and he, I think – I had a tough time maybe putting some of the other guys two to five. He was very easily and very comfortably my number one edge. Yeah, he was number one the whole time. You touched on it really well. He's just the latest in the Florida State uh, transfers, transfer edge rushers to just 
really blossom into a, a first round type of NFL player. It reminds me so much of Jermaine Johnson. It's actually scary. Um, I think he's a 4-3 defensive end. He can play as a 3-4 outside linebacker if need be. But the number one trait that you get with him is just violence. I think you said it perfectly. His his hands are violent. He looks like he's trying to hurt you. He's really good off the snap. Uh, and just a, another trait that I've been talking about all day that I have been I look for in edge rushers, he's got a diverse pass rush arsenal already. It's already league ready. Doesn't really need to add much. He just refine some of those tools. On the negatives, I, I am curious to see how he tests at the combine. I don't know if he's he's again. I don't. I think he's a good athlete. I just don't think know how good of an athlete he is. I just want to see those numbers on paper. And I think he, like you said, he's not the twi- he's not the bendiest, but he's going to win with power and effort and just uh, just overall just technique, which I really love about him. And then he, some he has some tackling issues. I think a little bit where he missed a few tackles, but I'm not worried about that. So I think he's a top ten pick right now. I think he's scheme versatile. I think teams are probably really pissed when he fucking went back to school. Yeah, I'm, I'm for sure. I think he would have uh, went high, bro. He would have went high. I think he'd probably be a top 10 pick. Um, I'm trying to think of last year's draft. And, like, he gets taken. I mean, Van Ness got taken at 13, right? Like, he's going ahead of Van Ness. I just think – I feel like he, the Texans would have taken him. I don't know if they would have traded up to three, but I think the Texans would have been fine waiting a little bit and taking him. Interesting. Yeah, that what do you what he does at the combine will be fair. What do you think he runs? I think he runs like mid four seven? Four sixes. I mean, I think if he runs in the four sixes, he's that's awesome. I think it's really good, but I mean I mean I'm just curious to see. I think more length than everything too. Mm. You think he's six four? I think yeah. maybe I think he may be like six three. I didn't think his Which length I don't was care. Yeah, I, I didn't think his length was was an issue. Um, yeah, be interesting. Uh, let's run through uh, some top fives and then we'll get to it. By the way, I didn't even announce this at the at the top. Happy start of football because the Jets are playing tonight. Let's fucking go. They're just starting. Yeah, they're starting uh, right now. So let's let's wrap this shit up. <laughs> uh, so run, run me through your top five and then uh, we'll get to a couple guys. Uh, one is Jared Verse. Two, Dallas Turner. Uh, three, JT Tuimolowau. Four Jack Sawyer and five Chop Robinson. I had uh, Jared Verse at one. I had Dallas Turner at two from Alabama. Braylon Trice from Washington at three. I had Laitu Latu from UCLA at four, and then JT Tuimolau from Ohio State at five. Who are a couple guys or one guy that you liked outside your top five? Uh, one guy I'm really excited to see this year is uh, Chris Braswell from uh, Alabama too. Ooh, so I didn't watch him. I didn't. I just noticed him watching Dallas Turner, and I was like, I started watching him more and more. He's a uh, he's a pretty intriguing player. He was stuck behind, obviously, Will Anderson and, and Turner last year, so he didn't play all too many snaps. But I think he had like a sixteen percent pass rush win rate. Former five star recruit. I think he was like the seventh overall in his class, so he's like, he's a true senior. But he brings some juice and explosive off the edge, and I'm just really curious to see how he takes like a starting job this year. Nice. Yeah, I got to uh, I got to go back and watch him. Uh, the guy I want to shout out is Princely Umenmelian, uh from Florida. Shout out Dylan. Shout out the Gators. Um, he was a really interesting watch. He's fucking raw. He's 6'5", 254, had six sacks, 16 hurries, almost 15% win rate last year. Um, he's a good athlete. He's like a weird kind of athlete. Like he's kind of gangly and um, he moves really strange, but he's a good athlete. Um, I thought 
he was another one kind of like Trice. He's got this really long first step, and it kind of sets him up where he can kind of go inside, um, which he loves to do. He loves this, like, cross-step move. It's like almost like a Euro step. When he gets inside and he can kind of rip inside uh, of the offensive tackle, it makes really good moves. Um, he's pretty violent with his hands, and his long arm is strong. Um, he's another one who goes for the ball, too, when, when he uh, is getting to the quarterback. Had two forced fumbles. Needs to get stronger, especially in the lower half. Um, and then he just needs to work on his hand placement because he misses a lot, and he's trying to just kind of slip guys. Um, didn't have a full season. He was rotating with, with a bunch of guys on the D-line, but he's going to get a full year. He's going to be wearing that Florida number one, even though Billy Napier said he doesn't give a fuck about that. Um, still, you gotta, you gotta get your boy. Wait, um, Billy, wait, Billy Napier actually said that? I'm pretty sure I read an article where Billy Napier was like not handing out the one anymore. He's like, I don't care about that. Um, but Dylan, Prince, told me, like, Dylan told me, he said it's like something that they just don't give out every year, which I thought made sound better. Uh, Prince Lee requested it. I, I read. Oh, so Dylan doesn't so know shit. I, I think he's, I think he thinks he's taking that next jump, which I like to see the confidence. Yeah. I mean, he's really long and it's funny. The reason I didn't really like him that much, I thought he was slow off the snap, which is similar to what I said about Trice. And, um, you, you mentioned the long step too. So I think it's maybe that's what step. it is. I have, I have to rewatch that now, but He's he's got a lot of talent, and like like you said, he's wearing that number one. So let's see what he does in a more uh, prominent role. All right, all right, my man. The uh, national anthem is going off, so we'll sign off here. That's gonna do it for us here at Between Two Tackles. Thank you for listening. Hopefully, you enjoyed our Edge Summer Scouting episode. Stay with us. We got a bunch more of the off uh, of uh, offense and defensive position rankings. Um, follow us. On X now, right? X, not Twitter. So weird that the phone updated that. Add two tackles with the number two. And stick with us as we continue this 2023 offseason. Ray, my friend, appreciate you. Go Jets.